Fitz, what do we got today? Today we got Gibson Pyle. We're talking a little PGA Championship. Down Bads of the Week, BDB3. It's a good episode. Make sure you like and subscribe. Like and subscribe to the boys. We appreciate it. This is the Boys Down Bad podcast, and we are pumped to welcome on one of the newest Nebraska football commits, Gibson Piles of the pod. Boys, give it up for Gibson. Gibson, thanks for coming on, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Um, so you got to tell us what has life been like since you uh, committed. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been great. Definitely a big relief. Um, you know, just being able to kind of put their close down their recruitment, and you know, Sam committed to Nebraska. Um, but no, it's it's just been it's been an honor to commit to Nebraska, and um, it's just been great. Absolutely. What has the support from Husker Nation been? Has your phone just been blowing up? Oh, it's nuts. I mean, every tweet or post I put, you know, it's always um, Nebraska fans blowing me up with crazy likes and, and quoting tweets and everything. So it's 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 the best. You're a good follow on Twitter, too, because it seems like you're uh, you're pumping everyone else up. So it's it's uh, fun to read. Yeah, no, I'm definitely always trying to get, um, you know, other good players to Nebraska. And, you know, I definitely want to build this class up because I, I really think Nebraska has the potential to build a, a a really good class this year. You bet. Love to hear it, and we appreciate you doing that. Um, let's start from the beginning for your story. Um, was it always football growing up for you? Did you play any other sports? Um, and when did you fall in love with football? Yeah, so I kind of played all sorts of different sports growing up, like, you know, as a, as a little kid. And then I was actually really into Taekwondo um, up until about fourth grade. So I'm actually a second-degree black belt. Go, um, yeah. We love to hear that. That's sick. Do you think that benefits you in football at all? Yeah, no, definitely a ton. I think Taekwondo taught me a lot of things, um, you know, just like hard work and discipline. Um, you know, that was like my first serious sport. Um, so I was there every day and it really taught me dedication. And so that was up until fourth grade where I did my first year of tackle football. Um, and then I think being on that select team. Um, it was a bunch of sixth graders and I was the only fourth grader on the team. <laughs> um, so it was like sixth graders, a little bit of fifth graders and I was a fourth grader. So I think that's when I really realized that, you know, I can really play football and hang with some of the older kids. And um, it was definitely big for my dad. You know, he kind of instilled it to me, you know, are you the best in your neighborhood, your little town or, you know, the best in the city. So I played against some good talent there. And then that was when I really realized that, you know, I really love football. So we talked to a lot of the guys, um, the recruits, and a lot of them are from Texas, and they talk about um, how crazy the high school football is down there. What was your experience with Texas high school football? Was it just insane? Yeah, no, it's crazy. I mean, you're talking about sold-out games, you know, 10,000 people at some of your games, um, which I think really prepares you for college football well um, and performing on a big stage. But it's, it's definitely nuts. I mean, every, this past year, I mean, every other week, sometimes back to back to back, you're going against an FBS D lineman. Um, and so I think that also prepares you really well um, to kind of see the competition you're going to be going against. Yeah. So what's probably the hardest thing about playing offensive line? Probably the hardest thing um, is you got to have a memory of like a goldfish. I mean, if, if you mess up a play or, you know, you let up a sack, I mean, there's, there's also another play and it's tough being an O lineman because you're never going to get recognition, but if y'all suck or you mess up a play, everyone knows it. Um, so really just 
getting past that aspect and, you know, having faith in your own ability and your own play and knowing um, and being confident in yourself is, is probably the hardest part about O-line. What do coaches really look for in an offensive lineman? Probably the number one thing um, at the high school level is meanness. I mean, you can't, you can't teach nastiness and effort. So really just showing how much effort you give and that you're going to be an asshole on the field um, and also a good person off the field, but definitely they're going to look for it in those first couple clips is, you know, are you a mean offensive lineman? That's awesome. So, you know, growing up offensive line might not be the most um, popular position that kids want to play, but what do you think is the best part of being a lineman or um, the part that you enjoy the most? Definitely the part I enjoy the most is that um, one is the brotherhood. Um, There's not really a unit like it. I mean, even in college, it's, the only award given to O-linemen, like being the Joe Moore Award, is it's a unit award. It's given to the five of those guys. And I think that's really important to me is it's not just all about yourself. It's about all five of those guys and, you know, y'all's brotherhood and how y'all want to play. Okay, so let's talk a little bit, bit about Nebraska. Can you take us through your recruitment process and how you eventually got to be a Husker? Yeah, so it kind of started in the season um, – Coach Raiola and Coach Williams, they reached out to me with the old staff. And so I was already introduced to them. You know, I had some texts and phone calls with Coach Raiola. Um, and then obviously, you know, that coaching staff changed. And so it went quiet for a little bit. And then Coach Rule got his staff there. Um, and then Coach Knighton came down because um, that's his area of recruiting Houston. And, you know, he extended the offer out to me. And so, you know, I kind of took it from there. Nice. What was one of like the biggest factors during your recruiting process that led you to Nebraska? Definitely that first visit. Um, you know, I really had no expectations of Nebraska or what to expect. Um, you know, all the coaches, their whole pitch was you just got to come visit. And so that first visit really opened up my eyes that, you know, a lot of people's perception is, oh, it's just a bunch of corn. And like you go out there and like Lincoln, <laughs> it's a really cool town. Um, you know, I fell in love with Lincoln when I first went. So, and the, just the whole staff and the way they love football up there was really, really eye-opening to me to go for that first time. Um, so when you're going on a visit, no matter what school you're going to, what are you really looking for in a school? Um, are you just like waiting for something to speak to you or was there like a specific aspect of the school um, or the athletics that you were looking at? For me, um, you know, at the beginning of my recruitment, I thought I wanted to go more the academic school route. Um, but I've, I've visited a lot of schools and for me, it was more of a gut feeling. Um, I've always been a guy to trust my gut. So taking a bunch of visits, you know, I've seen a lot of schools and I kind of just knew from that first visit. Um, and in my gut, like I even had friends, like I sent them pictures back, um, from when I was at Nebraska, which was so weird. And they just texted me like, yo, you look like you fit in They're Like, I don't know why. And it, it was it was super weird, and I think it was God speaking to me as well. And so definitely just that gut feeling is what kind of led me to Nebraska. Awesome. That's super cool. So um, something that's really big at Nebraska, and it has been over the um, course of our football, is the pipeline, emphasis on the pipeline. How much was that push during recruiting? Uh, it was big. Um, even in Nebraska fans of my comments, you know, they were big on reestablishing the pipeline and the pipeline back. And um, you know, so after that first visit, I did my research on the pipeline, you know, watching those teams and how they dominated and 
I think that was big for me to see that, you know, I could be a part of, you know, the next pipeline, which was really cool to me just to be even thought about being a part of that. Absolutely. For sure. What, what were your thoughts um, originally on rule and the new staff when they were recruiting you? Yeah. I mean, I'm being from Texas. I know about rule. Um, my uncle on my dad's side of the family. I mean, he, he went to Baylor. He's a big donor there. So I knew all about rule um, from his time at Baylor. And then obviously him being at the Panthers. So him coming to Nebraska and them extending that offer to me was definitely big um, because I know he knows how to win. Um, so that was a huge check for me. So what's it going to take to get Nebraska back to where it used to be and where everybody's kind of expecting it to be? I definitely think um, the way rule is going to, install his culture there. I think I'm big in the culture um, and, you know, how all the guys around the facility walk around on how they talk and, you know, what they believe in. So I think the culture that he's going to install there and then, you know, getting good recruits to Nebraska as well. That's why I'm big into peer recruiting because, you know, you got to get kids there and then develop them. I think with the transfer, <clears throat> transfer portal and everything as well, I mean, I'm big in to me is what developing kids. So once we get our class there, staying there and getting developed and competing for a spot, I think that's, it's a lot bigger and you don't really see it as much. And, you know, the college football world. Yeah. Have you gotten to play rule and ping pong? Not yet. That's what I'm looking forward to in my OV. Are you good? I'm all right. Okay. I, would say, okay. I would say I'm a decent ping pong player. <laughs> We love to hear it. Um, you talked a little bit about it earlier, um, but can you describe a little bit the reaction that Husker Nation has had once you committed? It was great. Um, I didn't pick the best day <laughs> because I, I committed on April 1st. So <laughs> you can't do that, dude. <laughs> yeah. So no, I, at first it was a lot of people saying like, is this a joke? You're like, what, <laughs> what is, um, I was like, no, it's, it's not a joke. I had to reply to a couple Husker fans. Um, Cause I committed on that Friday and then, you know, I called all the coaches recruiting me and told them that I'm going to Nebraska. And so, but no, I mean, the love that I got from them was crazy. I mean, Nebraska fans texting me and just telling me how much um, that they're excited for me to get there. And it's really, it's been crazy. I mean, even for the spring game, I got people coming up to me, wanting to take pictures, knowing my name. That was, that was super eye opening to me. That's awesome. Have you had any like run in? There's a lot of Husker fans in Texas. Have you had any run ins with fans that uh, like knew you down there? Yeah, on um, my first trip or for the junior day um, when I went, I was on my flight in my seat and a guy walking down the aisle was like, hey, are you going to be there for the visit? <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, because he I guess he saw I was a big guy. And then he like waited for a second. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're Gibson Pyle, right? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so that was that was it was, that was cool too. That's that's like the second or third plane story I think we've heard yeah. from guys we talked to. They people just recognize them on planes. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. So who's someone, either a current player or a recruit, that Husker fans should really kind of keep an eye out for? Um, definitely um, early enrollee um, Gunner. Um, I, I forget the last name, but Gunner, you know, he reached out to me um, when I committed and, you know, he's been super cool with me um, and, you know, he looked great in spring practice. So I would definitely keep an eye out for him. You know, he looks great and a really cool guy. So I would watch out for him. That's awesome. Yeah. We had him on earlier. He was a cool dude. Um, who's kind of a recruit that you've really gotten to know throughout this process? 
Ian Flint, actually, he, uh, you know, we met just through Houston recruiting. I met him on a visit. You know, we've always stayed in contact. So when I committed, you know, I told him, I was like, what are you waiting on, dude? Like, come on, pull the trigger. And so when he finally did, that was super cool to me to see uh, see him come to Nebraska as well. So I look forward to being teammates with him. Yeah, that's awesome. Ian's a good dude. Um, what are you most excited for coming to Nebraska and being a Husker? Really just playing on Saturdays and seeing that game day environment. Um, you know, I'll definitely be there for a, a game this year. Um, and being able to experience that from – you know, being on the field and being a part of the football team is, is what I'm really excited for. Do you know what game you're coming to? Right now, I know I'll be at the the Northern Illinois game. Okay. Um, and I'll see, just depending on playoffs, um, I do want to make it to the Iowa game. That would be super yeah. um, exciting to go. We got to get them two years in a row. What's something that you're working on going into the next level? Definitely just, um, you know, my body. And then, um, you know, speed and strength, definitely trying to get, you know, more muscle and, you know, eating right, developing good habits and, um, you know, always trying to perfect my craft with speed, agility and um, O-line play as well. So this is kind of outside the box, but what percentage of plays are there holding, whether it's called or not? <laughs> <laughs> if I'll put it this way. If you're, you know, it, it definitely gets harder to hold at the next level but there's going to be some plays you're holding I definitely feel like if you're not holding I I don't think you're trying I mean sometimes <laughs> sometimes in O-line you're just gonna have to grab his ass and in the trenches it's it'll it sometimes it goes unseen so probably a decent amount of plays that you're gonna get away with it is it true that um kind of part of the game as a lineman throughout as the game goes on you're kind of finding out what you can get away with. Oh, definitely. So you'll you'll kind of see, you know, how that ref is, and then also what your opponent is like. So once you kind of develop, once you develop that sense of what you're going to get away with, and that second, third, fourth quarter, you just start, you just start ripping into him. <laughs> That's awesome. Good to know. Trev, you got anything? Yeah. So huge Husker fans here, obviously. I know we're gonna get back. We're gonna we're gonna get there. I want you to convince me that we're gonna get back to the promised land. <laughs> it. I mean, all I can say is, you know, I'm I'm putting my faith in Coach Rule. Um, you know, not a game has been played, and I have no doubt in my mind that Nebraska is gonna get to where it is after seeing it myself and what he believes in, and the entire staff believes in. It's it's true. It's truly eye opening to see what they're gonna be doing and the way they practice. It's it's a championship level culture there. That's, that's pretty all, good. That's all I needed to hear. That's all we needed. <laughs> yeah. That's a great answer. Boys, you got anything else? Um, do you have any predictions on how this next season's gonna go? National national title. <laughs> um, I would definitely hope that. I think once Rule gets his culture and you know his style of play, and I definitely think Nebraska is gonna pull up some crazy upsets. So I would have your eye on that. Um but definitely, we're definitely bowl game for sure. Oh, Nebraska will be in a bowl game, and um, I'm thinking eight wins. That's where I'm thinking right now. And then once once we get there, I think that we can just go up from there. We can work with eight win wins. So hypothetically, take the over on the win totals. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hypothetically hypothetically yeah. <laughs> awesome well gibson this has been awesome thank you so much for joining us today um giving us a little background into your life how you got to be a husker and uh we can't wait to see you on the field on saturdays man it's gonna be awesome yeah i can't wait love it all right go big red man yep thank you go big red baby you bet <laughs> we appreciate it man all right thank you gibson what a guy he's gonna be good big boy yeah so we, we need we need him on the pipeline so appreciate him coming on boys dylan riola is not going to nebraska for now for now peter's claims i think he'll end up here eventually i don't i thought we had him i don't I, blame him for going to georgia i do um he's dead to me he <laughs> until he comes back he yeah. I mean, if you go to Georgia and you're the guy, I mean, you're going to be playing for a national title every year. You're going to be a very high draft pick. Um, but there's also a lot of good competition at Georgia. So you're really betting on yourself going there. I think he had it made here. Um, but he still might, still might end up here. Well, have you guys seen Georgia's quarterback room? It's insane. Yeah. Like, I don't, that's really where I didn't get it. Why you could come to Nebraska and just be the man. Like, you're the big man on campus. It's your job, and you don't have to compete for your job. Your mm-hmm. family's here. Your dad played here. Just be a legend, instant legend. Where at Georgia, you're just going to be another five star. You're just yeah. going to be another guy there, and then you got to compete with all these other athletes. And I don't think people are saying people are saying Georgia offered him more money. I don't think that really matters. His dad played in the NFL. He didn't need the NIL. Yeah, I don't know it. I just kept I kept seeing all these things always locked to Georgia. I still didn't believe it just because I thought Nebraska's special and we had a good chance at them. So a little disappointed. Kind of kind of knew it was coming after all the steam picked up, but it still hurt. Yeah, but next man up. Still Who's it. that? Don't know. But like next man up. From That's all I gotta South. say. Yeah, I mean, wait, is that a... the guy that committed to Missouri? No, I think oh. it's somebody else. Oh, he's a twenty twenty five. Okay. I mean, it is a testament to Matt Rule's uh, recruiting that we were even in this spot. It's true. It sucks, but I don't know. It's, I, I know they have another four star in that class. So I don't know. Until Royola shows up on campus somewhere, I'm not 100% sold that he's actually going there. Yeah. Just his reason he decommitted from Ohio State is because. They went after another. They got another twenty twenty four quarterback. True. So that's where. I mean, I don't know. It's. It's interesting. I, you know, I would love to have him, but. We happens. got Sims for two years. We got Sims for two years. Until he tears his ACL. Probably yes. You're right. But, you know, that's really all I have to say about that. It's disappointing. It sucks, but. Gotta move on. Yep, yeah. you're right. Next man up. Next man up. We're fine. Yep. Um, any other Husker news? Husker baseball had we play Purdue this weekend in the closing series of the year. And we have the opportunity to win the Big Ten or also get eighth in these three games. So we're we're in the Big Ten tournament no matter what? Correct. Okay. I That's believe good. So. Is it if we like sweep that we so win? if we sweep and then Maryland and I think it's Michigan State. Is that the other Michigan, maybe? Uh, I don't think it's Michigan. 
One well, of I could look for you, if, Dylan. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, if they go, if they get swept and we sweep Purdue, then we and whoever we're tied with, I need to see the standings. Yeah. Indiana, Maryland. Oh, Indiana. So if they, if one if, gets swept, or no, if they both get swept and we go three zero, we Number will win one. the Big Ten. <laughs> and also, if Iowa, Rutgers, Michigan, Illinois, Michigan. If they all three win, I believe it's a tiebreaker, and then I don't know what it goes to. You think like head to head? I think so. So there's a scenario where, if, I mean, I would assume to fall that far, we'd have to get swept to go to the eight spot. Yes, we'd have to get swept and then have some things not go our way. Look at that um, spread between our home and away. Ten and two at home, three and six on the road. It's not great. It's not great. Not great if we want to. If you somehow make a regional. I mean, just get into the Big Ten tournament, and then anything can happen in the tournament. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I'm not giving up till we are knocked out. So we'll see. the yeah. The bats can keep them in any game. Yeah, so yeah. We can we can hit the ball. Yeah, for sure. Not gonna give up on the boys. No, no, absolutely not. See what happens. Big big uh, series this weekend though. Something Three. Really... is it at home? Yes. No. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't like it if it's on the road. Let me look for you guys. I don't know. I might. I kind of think it's away now. You said it was three and six on the road. Yes. Ten and two at home. That's not great. But uh, one second. Um. At, um. I think that's an at. Oh, it, it did say at Purdue. At, at Purdue. Not great for the boys. No. It's but pretty, it's Purdue good. Purdue, I think they're middle of the road. 10 and 11, yeah. Oh, Purdue's fighting to get Yeah, this, these games mean hmm. a lot for Purdue. I mean, we'll throw them a Friday game, help them out to get in, and then take Saturday, Sunday. We would like to win all three, though. Yeah, I mean. If we want to win. Yeah, but then Iowa and Maryland have to get swept. That's not going to happen. You never know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> a lot has to go. <laughs> yeah, right. To win, I mean, we're for sure in, so that's good. Yeah. At and least it's anything not like can happen. Last year, when it was last year or two years ago, when we had to have like somebody lose and the game just got called off. Yeah, that sucked. But everyone is. I mean, there's no team that's like head and shoulders above anyone else, so everyone's pretty close. But anything can happen. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Um. Let's get into the down bads. Trevin, would you like to start us? Yeah, I got two. Okay. Which one's a rant, one's a personal crisis. Um, let's go rant first. All right, my down bad is weatherman. Mm. Just any weatherman out there. I don't. Ken Shimmick, you're on the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a little fed up every time I check my Weather Channel app or Accu. I have two apps. That's how committed I am to it, and they're just they're just always wrong. Me and Dylan had this conversation a few days ago. There's always like, oh, 80% chance of rain and then nothing. It, you have one job. Tell me if it's going to rain. Tell me if it's going to storm. They're usually good about the temperature, but that's easy. <laughs> like we were we were golfing on Friday and there's like 80% chance of rain all week on Friday. And then it just, it rains for like 10 minutes. And it's yeah. just, just do be- be better at your jobs. We got to start holding them accountable. So yeah. I mean, at least. We need to start holding weather benefits accountable yes if i mess up on a tax return i'm gonna hear it yes i'm gonna cost somebody some money weatherman let's be better 
So I heard something about like the eighty percent chance of rain. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's so it's a hundred percent chance that it is going to rain. It's an eighty percent chance it's going to rain in your area. Yeah, I hate yeah. that. Which is, it's a cop out. I think. yeah. Or it's like eighty percent of the area is going to be. Oh, eighty percent. Yeah. Think, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds. So we were in a, a twenty percent area apparently. Yeah. But it doesn't. We do need to start holding them accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The worst is when they say it's gonna snow like a foot. Oh, and it every just, time it's a dusting. Every time yeah. a huge winter storm comes, <laughs> stay off the roads, and then you get like an inch or two. Yeah, we that's where you they need to be held accountable for. Yeah, and maybe, maybe it's because we're in Lincoln and Lincoln's like in a bowl. Maybe it just Everyone misses. It just misses Lincoln all the time. Because I will look at like the radar and it just goes everywhere but Lincoln. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's something to do. It. Well, maybe we'll talk to some people in Omaha and see if they have similar thoughts or... we should maybe have ken on i can give him a piece of our mind i know ken yeah questions with ken yep oh. that is a great segment yeah i like that just ask him a weather question every week yeah i bet he'd come on Interesting. he probably doesn't know what a podcast is but <laughs> uh, we love you ken yeah yeah, yeah. Great guy. just, just need lo- to be, be a little better please yeah, yeah. Be a little better. brandon right. rector <laughs> I'm calling out all weathermen. There's another old guy. I don't know his name. Tall and skinny, gray hair. I don't know. I only watch Ken. Him too. All right. But yeah. What's the first My one? other down bad is me having a little life crisis per se, as going down the rabbit hole on TikTok last night and saw a video on breathing and how you should always be breathing through your nose and not your mouth uh i always breathe through my mouth so that really got me concerned i'm always stuffed up if you know me it just like listen to that it's never clear so i've been i don't know i've been trying to figure out how to start breathing through my nose and it's just it's not working out because my natural instincts just to go through my mouth so i've done some research think i have a solution we're gonna tape up the mouth at night which <laughs> sounds scary sounds terrible, <laughs> I, I don't think i'm gonna sleep very, like fall asleep very well but you just got to train yourself i got to train myself to breathe through my nose and hoping that uh shows major results i will report back next week on okay. how it goes got mouth tape in the mail should be here tomorrow so does this mouth tape block off full breathing no no so it's like an x so it'll mark it'll keep your mouth shut but it won't it won't fully block your lips. So, like, if you needed to breathe, you could through your mouth, but it'll keep it shut during nighttime. Because yeah. I did have the fear, like, what if I'm so stuffed up that I just don't breathe, <laughs> which is a little concerning. But did some research, and I think it's safe. People people have said it works, so okay. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. It's got to be hard to get to sleep in the first place when you can't breathe out of your mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Because like, I'm so used to it yeah. that yeah, it's going to be gonna, weird. Because you don't want to be like thinking about breathing yeah. while you're trying to fall asleep. So I don't know. how. Maybe I'll take some like, uh, what do you call it? z just to knock Melatonin. me out. Melatonin just to knock me out the first couple nights. Good idea. We'll see. The mouth tape is for like snoring. Yeah, it can be. Okay. No, people on TikTok were raving about it. They're like, mouth tape has changed my life. So... <laughs> I'm hoping, I hoping I see similar yeah. results. Oh, we should try to get an ad from what's the company called? 
any any company. There's a ton out there. You yeah. could really you could literally just take a piece of tape and do it to your mouth. So scotch tape. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. Tape. I might be right. down bad. I might might be dead. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this might be Trev's last call. <laughs> yeah. We no, I'm hopeful though. Yeah, report back next week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's good to hear that you're taking control of your life. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Peters, what do you got? Yeah, my down bat is John Morant. Mm. So he got caught on IG Live again with a gun. This time it was on his friend. So he, I mean, he still pulled out the gun for the bad part is it was for 100 people on an Instagram Live. It was his buddy's Instagram Live, mm. which, I mean, I kind of, I don't want to say I feel bad for Jaw because he's being a, He's being an idiot. Yeah. Like, it's not excusable. Like, people are saying, like, oh, he didn't do anything wrong. Like, it wasn't illegal what he did. No, it's just dumb. It's just dumb. It's really dumb, especially after he just fumbled the bag for, like, 40 million. Went to, like, therapy, too. Like, yeah. To There's just no get... way he actually no. went there. No. <laughs> it's a good PR move, though. Yeah. The one thing I, like, I don't know why his friend is going on. Because his friend had to know that Jaw has the gun. Yeah. So I don't know why his friend was going on Instagram Live anyway. I mean, people are just saying like, oh, his friends are just trying to flex that their boy's jaw with jaw. So like, that's the one part I'm like, I kind of feel bad that it it wasn't him that went on live. But I mean, he lost like $39 million because he didn't make all NBA. So that cost him a ton of money. I would be shocked if he doesn't get dropped by, I bet he gets dropped by Powerade. He has a shoe with Nike, and they're like supposed to release soon. Mm-hmm. So like Nike's not gonna want to give up that. But what's going through your head? You, I get how it's like it's not against any laws or anything to have a gun, but you're a role model to a ton of young kids. A lot right. of young kids like love watching you play, and they look up to you as like a superstar. Just it's not a good influence. You can't be flashing guns because then these kids are gonna be like, "Oh, Jaw did it. Why can't I do it?" Like it's yeah. cool to have a gun. Because he was, like, a one or two star in college, or in high school. Yeah. And, like, he has, like, the story that if he was just a little smarter with his decisions, that you could pitch to kids who are, like, one or two star athletes and say, look, it doesn't matter where you go. You can go to a mid-major, and then you can be, I mean, he was going to be, like, the new face of the NBA once, like, the older guys kind of phased out. And instead, he just, like, loves to have guns. Because like it's not that hard not to show off your gun. Yeah, yeah. Because the one in Denver, that one was bad because one, you're in a strip club with a gun, and also it's against NBA rules to have a gun on a team, like transportation. Yeah. yeah. So that one was really bad. Like this one, it's a bad look, but you're not doing anything illegal. Right. But he's just fumbling the bag. I don't. I don't get it. And down bad because he's had an incident where he flashed a gun at a 17 year old allegedly, and then he's got over, he got to put it away. And then he was in a car that pointed a laser at the Pacers oh, team yeah. after <laughs> the game, and then two IG lives got him. Just a bad, just be a little better. Yeah. Take a break from the gun. Yeah. Not that hard. Not. He is down bad. Yeah. Come on. Uh, my down bad is potentially Aaron Judge and the Yankees, but also potentially baseball fans that are mad. So, Trev, have you seen this? Yep. 
Aaron Judge, people are pissed because Aaron Judge, they're claiming that he cheated by looking into the dugout while he was hitting um, before a pitch came, and then the dugout was like giving him a sign that, oh, he's going to be, I don't know if he's fastball or curveball, whatever. Proceeds to hit a home run. People are mad that he cheated. But, so Trev, I would love your take on this. Is that cheating? Because um, remember, like, in high school and stuff, like, we would, if you have a runner on second, you would try yeah. to give signs to the hitter if you saw the sign. If you're careless enough to have your sign stolen, that's part of the game, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. Is that yeah, che- I don't know. really cheating. I didn't really think about it. It just looks bad to see him glance over there, but I don't know. Unless I don't, I don't like, really think it's cheating unless they're, like, using, like, cameras to get it, like yeah. the Astros were yeah. doing. That would be cheating. That's when, I, I don't know. Because you can do it standing on second base. Like, you can look at their signs and get an edge off that. Part of the game is hiding your signs. Yeah, have so better signals. I saw something where, like, so that pitcher had thrown six straight sliders, and then he, Aaron Judge hit the home run on the slider. And people were saying that the pitcher's, like, knee was opening up when he was going to throw, like, a slider. Mm-hmm. So, he's, I mean, I don't think it's cheating. Part of, I mean, that's part of the game, picking up that hell. Yeah, so, like, if your teammates are seeing that and you know that they can see it, I mean, you can take a glance. Yeah. I don't think it's, unless he's getting, like, buzzed. Yeah, then that is over. You're seeing it on a camera and then the dugout is, like, yelling or something. Then that's, you're cheating. Because you're using a, I think it's just cheating when you're using a separate device. Yes. But if your teammates are picking up on something, like, that's fine. It's part of the game. Yeah. It's like, this might not be the greatest example, but it's like, if you're golfing and you see the flag blowing this way, you're picking up on a sign, oh, the wind must be blowing yeah. like harder than you think it's blowing if the flag's just whipping. like It's just something you notice, you pick up on, you use it to your advantage. I don't know. That's the whole point of having signs. You're supposed to be able to hi- like just have better signs, I guess. Yeah. that's. I mean, they taught us that in Little League. Like, exactly. If you notice yeah. something, if you notice... A pitcher doesn't look at you ever. You take a huge lead and you steal. Like that's why I don't get why people are freaking out about this. I think it, I don't think it's as big deal as people are making it out to be. And the announcers were just angry old announcers. They were down six zero. They're probably just mad. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think about. It. I don't believe what Judge said about like his yeah. Aaron Boone had gotten tossed, and he was saying that guys in the dugout were still like yelling about it. So he was looking over there to tell him to stop. Yeah, if you're, if there was nothing illegal going on, and you Aaron had, Judge just own up to it, yeah, we picked our signs. Yeah, like because it's it's not illegal to steal a sign if you're doing it by yourself. Yeah, no, I think it's fine. Down bad announcers. Yeah. Fans. Yeah. Um. Okay. BDB three. This week's topic Trev came up with. It's a good one. It is apps on your phone, not including social media or messaging apps. <coughs> so everything else is fair game. Who wants to start? One of you guys. I'll start. Okay. So my number three for B2B3 apps on my phone, this is not a sexy pick. Okay. And it's the Reminders app. Oh, oh. oh okay. So okay. I use this like constantly because... If I think of something, I know I'm going to forget by the end of the day. So I'm like, put a reminder in. 
and just you don't forget. Yeah, I like, like that I, pick. I get it's not, you know, a cool pick, but I use it almost every day. Yeah, it's a good pick. Number two is the Masters app. Ooh, this app, a good app doesn't get a lot of play throughout the year. I use it for four days, but it is one of the like few apps that I keep on my phone just throughout the year because I know I'm going to go back to it. I know I'm going to need it. And I think they do a really good job of like, you're getting a ton of like useful information. You can see the shots. So Masters Great app is app. number two. Number one, I have the Chipotle app. I use Ooh. this weekly. It's nice. You see all your rewards. And it's just easy to use, saves all of like your, you know, recent or like favorite things you order. Uh So reminders, messages, or masters, Masters. Chipotle. Those are good. I went, do you want to go? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I went a little more classic route on mine. You had a couple of unique ones. Um, Number three for the BDB3 apps on your phone. Going back and forth on this one. I'm going to go the clock slash alarm. Yep. Yeah. Use it every day. I could use like a alarm, uh, clock. alarm clock, but I don't really like that. No. It's just, it's not as convenient. Um, number two, I'm going to go with the weather app. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Disagree. Not, not every, uh, it's not always accurate, but it gives me uh, at least the temperature. I'm going to know the ballpark. At least the ballpark for number two. And number one is any music app because yeah. I use the music app maybe the most on my phone. It's always going. Which one do you use? Apple Music. Yeah, that's the wrong choice. But you have, you have Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Why are Spotify people so passionate about this? Is they? Because it's a better app, and I've we been, know it. How? It's so it confusing yeah. to use. No, it's not. No. It's not as clean as Apple Music. Yes, I will die on that hill. Better. No. How? Apple it, Music is a little cleaner, but I, I kind of like having to work a little bit. <laughs> that's, <laughs> ter- that's a terrible reason. I've had both. I had both trials, and no doubt Spotify was better. Why? I, I don't know. I just like it. I like the radios. You can just click on any song and then hit go to radio. And then they, there's just a ton of other songs. So that's how I find like a lot of new music and a lot of similar songs. Apple music has that. It's not as good. <laughs> I don't know. It's just better. Okay, I will die on the hill. Apple music is better. Let us know what you think in the comments. Yeah. The right answer. Okay, Trev, what do you got? Uh, My number three, I don't know. This might be, it's kind of like a cheat code, but I'm going to go with the Safari app. Sure. Just because you can get anywhere with that. Pretty much find anything you need on the Safari app. That's just an easy one. I use it every day. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with the YouTube app. Mm. So you can watch the Boys Down Bad podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's Just great. a good great app. Plug. You can get lost in YouTube. And number one is going to be the Bible app. because <laughs> <laughs> I love my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I love just getting lost in the Bible. Sometimes when I'm bored, I'll just whip out my Bible app, start worshiping the Lord. It's it's really great. Use it constantly. Uh, <laughs> easy pick, pick easy yeah, pick. Number really one, pick. Bible. Uh, honorable mentions, I have the calculator. Yeah, notes app. Notes yeah, app. Yeah, notes app. Calendar. Uh, maps. Maps is huge. Yeah, I probably should have had maps. Yeah. Podcast. I don't do the best with maps. Apple Podcasts, yeah. 
Um, any like TV app? YouTube TV. YouTube TV. It's nice to be able Ooh, to watch TV. How about the March Madness app? Yeah, yeah that thing's a, so nice because you can watch you can watch any game from the March Madness app during March Madness. It sucks. It's limited now. Yeah. I'm trying to see what other apps I use. Oh, Postmates. That's True. a good app. Um, yeah, if you're rich. <laughs> um, uh, uh, camera. I had the camera. Oh Zillow yeah, geez. One. Camera was a big miss. I Photos. had it written down, but I swapped it. Photos, yeah. What's the camera app without the photos app? What's the photos app without the camera app? They're hand That's in hand. Well, you can go either way. Yeah, yeah they're they're uh, complementary apps. Yeah. yeah. Great. That was some economics for you. What else? Um. Hmm. It's about all I use. Stonks. Yeah. Stonks app. Venmo. Venmo. Ooh, that's a great yeah. app. That's, yeah. A banking app. Yep. Remember bank you're at? Yeah. Hinge. Great app. Hinge. Led me to the love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. It's a good one. Chris might have other thoughts, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wonder, we haven't gotten a hinge update from Chris. No. Though. Yeah, we need to get one of those. Yeah. Yeah, if he'd um, show up, maybe we could. Yeah. Hmm. Would. I don't would FaceTime would have I thought about FaceTime. I don't know if that one would have kind of um, it could play if you needed it to. It's a good list. This was one it's not really an app. Um flashlight. Yeah. It's not an oh app. yeah, that's I use a that, really I use good that one. every day. That's a really yeah. good one. I just, every night. Yeah. It's just not really an app, so I was like that's a, that's I yeah, I'd, I'd consider it. Yeah. yeah. Um something you don't think about, you're just about like you have a flashlight on your phone. Hotspot play? I don't have hotspot. I just have unlimited data. Well, need a hotspot. If you hotspot like to your computer when you're, I don't, I don't. That was my computer. I hate that one. Okay. <laughs> that was terrible. Let's move Is on. Is that an app? I. It's kind of like the same thing as flashlight. The settings app. Settings. Yeah. <laughs> These aren't settings app. I was going to say the App Store because you can't get any apps on the App Store. The Notes app? Yeah, yeah we had that. Notes That's app good. is solid. Oh. You said it. No, I said Reminders. I think you said Notes app. You said Notes. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, should we do a roulette spin to round out the show? Oh, no, we want to talk a little brief about golf. Yeah, we won't talk too much because yeah. it's so boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big tournament. PGA, one of the majors coming up. Yep, big tournament. Let's take a look at the Let's odds. Get the odds pulled up. Rom and Shuffler are kind of just the two, two dogs at the top. Yeah, I mean they're just they're going to be one of them will be in contention. I don't like year. Scheffler this week. He's you know, his putter's been cold. Yeah. yeah, I'm staying away from Scheffler. Um, Brooks I hate how Rory is always has such low odds and he just never wins. Yeah, I think it's going to be. A, Good week for the live guys. I hate to say it, but I think so too. Brooks is playing well. Mm-hmm. He PGA, loves hard Bill, courses. Bill. Brooks could I Brooks might be my favorite to win, honestly. DJ Jason, Jason Day has no chance. No, his odds are nobody's taking that. Plus twenty five hundred. Someone to watch out for, Cameron Young. Mm. Long little long shot. Long he's from the area. Look at his major record. He's always like top ten. Yeah. He's played in like he, five majors, like top ten every time. He does. He's just solid. I don't know if he'll win, but he'll be 
He's a good top 10 bet if you bet. Why do they have Taylor Gooch? He's not in the tournament. He's not? No, he's on live, isn't he? Yeah. They like changed the rules to not let him in. True. I don't think. Is Ricky Fowler in it? Yeah, Ricky's in. Okay. Another guy to watch out for. Big Tone, Tony Finau. I think this is his time. Mm, yeah. This is his time. Playing well. I don't know. You guys, everybody pick one. Justin Thomas just we, lives. We're picking one excluding Rob and Scheffler, maybe? Yeah, sure. Okay. Mm. Are, I mean, you, are you going Brooks, right? Uh, yeah, I'll go Brooks. Justin Thomas just jumps off the page. To repeat? Yeah. He just wins PGAs. Yeah. Mm. Cam Smith has good odds. I mean, good value. Yeah. Almost 3,000. Um, I don't think Homer's going to do that. Ooh. Also love Hideki. Look at those odds. You have to. You got to sprinkle some on a decky. Sahith. How do you pronounce it? Sahith. Sahith. I always thought it was Sahith. Sahith. Victor Hovland. Can't close. Pat Reed. Fitz, we need a pick. Um, sorry. Give me. I'll take Fino. Yeah, love that. I think he he's been playing really well lately. Got a big sleeper for you. Let me find him. He's so far down here. <laughs> Phil? No. Paul Casey made the tournament Man, this where week. Is he? Excuse me. Harold Warner? Stealing? Oh, no. Can't oh, no. control F on here? Uh, I don't Command know. F. Command F. Command uh, F. There you go. Ah, there he is. Robert <laughs> McIntyre plus 35 thousand jeez do yourself a favor and sprinkle five bucks on robert mcintyre he could he could shock the world look at his look at his major record too it'll it'll get you You're, be, you've always been on robert he's McIntyre. my guy he's yeah. my guy most underrated yeah. golfer in the world throw a hypothetical five on him yeah thank me later okay yeah, yeah it should picks. be should be a good week yeah uh, I'm excited. i think the excited weather's gonna be kind of nasty and the course is really hard so one day hopefully it'll be tight one day it's gonna be cold yeah i think thursday yeah yeah hopefully we'll get a good finish because we need a good like golf finish i mean the the pga has been like past five years Mm -hmm. incredible finishes yeah jt came back from seven strokes phil last year uh morikawa's drive on yeah in san francisco drove the green yeah yeah a lot of a lot of good i'm excited pga it'll be fun all right roulette yeah what are we up to? Are we sticking we, at 50? I think we suck at 50, right? Yeah, I mean, we would be at like 65. Because <laughs> we did three last week. Let's say at 50. Yeah, that's fine. What did Chris uh, have? Six? Chris had six. Okay. Oh, six and nine. Nice. nice. 24. Oh, Let's man, I'm choking. Put two oh, on jeez. Just what do you have, Jordan? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. I've been so close to getting this. Um, let's 
go 28th. Okay. No reason. I'm going to go 15. All it's right. The, uh, the wedding date. Oh, nice. And Tava's birthday. Oh, not the same day. But her no, her birthday's oh. a month later, but they're both the 15th. So smart by me because I can remember anniversary yes. and birthday just a month apart. Very, that's, very, that's a very good call. Yep, yep. All right. All right, $50. Come on. What did I even pick? 28? Yeah, what do we got? 6, 15, 24, and 28. Come on. Come on, 28. Where is it? Oh, oh. 36. 36. No, 34. 34. Excuse me. Damn it. Again? Again. Yeah. Might as well. One, one more. One more. One. And then we'll see. <laughs> Come on, 28. I don't even know where it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to watch 15 this whole time. Let's see go in. Where's 15? There he is. 28. Oh, I like... You know, I... Oh, oh, yeah! <laughs> yeah! Let's go! Uh. I thought that was bouncing out for sure. Oh, it was rattling right around. Yes! <laughs> that is huge. <sighs> Mm. It's really heartbreaking when it's not you. Winner. Yeah, Winner. That sucks. Winner. I thought it bounced out. Dang it. Right. Oh, felt good. Yes. Hopefully I live through the night, through my mouth tape to <laughs> reap the benefits. Maybe throw them on. We should, God, we should take the good. money and throw, a, throw it all on a golfer. Oh, yeah. It's 150 Robert bucks to Robert McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good pod, boys. Yes. Thanks again to Gibson. Congrats, Trev. Sorry, guys. Someday I'll win it. <clears throat> All right. This is the Boys Don't Bad Podcast. I'm Dylan. Peters. I'm Trev. Have a top 10 weekend. A Heard at Sports Network production.